In this episode, we discuss ways to make your character more exciting, more dynamic, and more engaging. This is STA Engage. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. In the last episode, we talked with product line manager uh, Jim Johnson. If you missed that episode, go back and see it. It's a great place to get started. We had a really good conversation. Today, we're going to talk about some tips and tricks that you can use to create a better, more interesting, and more dynamic character for your STA game, and really anywhere that you want to create characters for. If you're doing fan fiction or if you want to write stories to CBS, this is a good way to build more interesting characters. It doesn't matter if you're making bridge officers or lower decks or NPCs or civilians. Uh, If you want to write better characters at your table, these tips are going to help you do that. The goal of this show was to help fans of Star Trek and of role-playing better engage with the Star Trek franchise as a whole and the Star Trek Adventures RPG in general, as well as the community. This show was brought to you by the letter V'ger, the number 1701, and the support of people like you. So like, subscribe, share, do all the things down there. You know where it gets done. Find us on Patreon and support us there. Um, You can also... Find out more about the spot, the folks who sponsor the show and who help put everything together. Our team over at Studio Tembo, the fine, fine folks over at ContinuingMissionSTA.com and our primary sponsor for season one, Adventure Inc. Just follow the links below. Let me preface this by saying that not all of this is my original work. Um, this is uh, a lot of this comes from an outgoing worlds blog by David Ball. Um, there's going to be a link to that in the doobly doo also. So let's get started. First, Star Trek is a setting that thrives on infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Uh, There are dozens, if not hundreds, of great alien species that you can choose from. Each has their own unique traits, cultures, and quirks. Klingons like fighting, Romulans tend to be sneaky, the Ferengi are out for profit, but your character doesn't have to know or follow these traits exactly. People are individuals, and not everyone from every planet is going to be exactly the same. Not every science officer has to be a Vulcan. Not every tactical officer needs to be a Klingon. In fact, I would argue that most shouldn't be. One of the most interesting things about role-playing is the ability to explore stereotypes or to defy them as you see fit. You can create anything you want, and you don't have to be limited to uh, building up or deconstructing any characters that you've already seen, or any tropes that have already been laid out for you by other writers. It's yours to do with as you see fit. Don't be afraid to grow from one idea to the other either. If uh, Nog from Deep Space Nine is a great example of this, right? He starts off as a very stereotypical Ferengi, but through his interactions, his aspirations, his experiences, he becomes far more, right? He, he never truly loses an appreciation for his own culture, and in fact, he embraces it and makes it part of his best possible self. The second tip I have is one that leans a little heavier towards the Game Master side. Don't forget that it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and just because we haven't seen it on Star Trek does not mean it does not exist in your universe. Star Trek does have a lot of great aliens, um, but it's also a show about exploration and discovering the unknown. Take your time to invent a new species every now and then. It's extremely important that you exercise those muscles and that players have a chance to meet something that is completely unique to your setting. Uh, Your main characters can also be new and different species of aliens that you've made up and your characters and players have made up. Not your characters. Your characters shouldn't make things up. But your players can absolutely make up anything they want. And you can use those to better have them integrated with your own setting. For players, I'd also say that uh, don't be afraid of playing humans. Even though there's a lot of exciting aliens, you're a special being, and I presume you're human. Humans are very special. 
I get the idea that you play a human in your real life and you don't really want to play one in your fantasy games in your escape. But Star Trek has always been about humanity at its finest. We'll only ever be able to see the events of the game and from the game master uh, that the game master gives us through human, uh, a human lens, right? Because we're humans, we see everything through our own eyes. So everything is going to be viewed from that perspective. Why not actually embrace that? Um, we can choose to react to them as in alien ways if we want to, or we can react to them as an audience might, as humans would. Number the third, as a player, try to avoid making characters that are related to characters that we already know in the setting, right? It may be a good way to legitimize your character by relating them to an existing character like Kirk's cousin or Picard's long lost nephew, but it's also a tacky way to do things, right? Or it can be very tacky, especially if everybody does it. Uh, doing this sort of thing once in a while can be really fun, but it's also harder on your game master to portray those characters. This may sound counterintuitive, but let's face it, your, your GM is probably not Patrick Stewart or Bill Shatner or Matt Mercer there's probably not going to be a team of writers behind them either. So go easy on them and, and make it easier for them to not have to portray your idealized canon of that character. And for game masters, this can be a fun way to go. But if you want to run a character that is related to a well-known character, you can totally do that. I would just suggest avoiding as much interaction with the established on-screen character as possible. Mostly though, because the players are the star of the show, right? And cameos can be cool, but they can also pull a lot of the focus, uh, steal the spotlight, and they really do tend to chew up the scenery. Number four, give your characters goals and motivations. Uh, it, it, this isn't specific to Star Trek, of course, but it is an essential part of making your characters interesting. Make sure your characters are well-rounded and they have goals and ways to achieve those goals. Goals are essential. Then there are the motivations for your character's goals, right? The in order to's, the why fours uh, that give those goals meaning, what, the internal and external influences that drive the character's desires. There can, of course, be more than one of these for any character. In Alien and Die Hard, both Ripley and John McClane have a goal which is to survive, right? Their motivation, though, is for fighting harder and, and doing all this is, is not pure survival. Both feel that they have a sense of responsibility and or love for their crewmates and or their respective families. This leads Ripley to actually saving the cat, uh, the ship's cat, Jones, in part because she feels like she's failed to save anyone or anything else. McLean, on their hand, puts his life on the line in order to save his wife, Holly, even though he has effectively freed all of their hostages. In The Hobbit, Bilbo's goal is to help the dwarves reclaim their kingdom of Erebor in order to bring some adventure to his own life of creature comforts and to impart his sense of home and belonging on those who have no home and belong nowhere. Goals and motivations will not only help you craft a better character, but it will help you tell a better story as that character. Don't forget, though, that role-playing, as in life, goals and motivations can and will change over time. This is a very key part of making your character more dynamic. Tip number five, go easy on the hybrids. Uh, many people like to make characters that are of hybrid races. Spock is half Vulcan and half human, so from its very beginning, the very nature of Star Trek has always been to explore the concept of a character being from two worlds, but never really belonging in either one. People sometimes, though, they'll, they'll make characters that have such mixed and complex heritages that it becomes just it becomes bad storytelling. If you want to write about a hybrid character, that's probably fine, but it's best to keep things as simple as you can. Leave the grandparents out of it. Also, think about whether or not the species can actually breed in the first place, right? As aliens might have very different mating and birthing practices. For example, it'd be very difficult to explain a Vulcan Tribble hybrid, and I don't want to think about how that, the no, okay, the math doesn't work out on that one. 
I would also warn against this type of character building because it tends to become the character's entire identity. Players who tend to get carried away with hybrid species creation tend to conflate background with substantive personality and or character motivation. Don't do that. What your character is is not a substitute for who your character is ever. Number six, make your characters distinctive. This can be tougher in an RPG than when you're doing writing, um, but it's not impossible, right? Develop the character's physical characteristics. What do they look like? Does that appearance play any kind of role in the story? Um, what do they sound like? Do they speak with an accent or an unusual cadence? Does their voice appear to match their appearance? These are important factors to being able to bring some life and some dynamicism, I'm not sure it's a word, but to your characters. Make your characters stand out with distinctive mannerisms. Um, reflect how your character responds to the world around them. How do they interact with the uh, with others? How do this, does that shape their relationships? How do they make their way around the environment? And how does that impact the way that they're treated or the way they treat others or the way they want to be treated? Do crowds constantly and unconsciously gather to watch their fluid and graceful strides? Or do they give them a wide berth for their heavy tread being overly intimidating or their glower being glowery. Uh, what do they do when they're nervous, uncertain of how to proceed in a, situ in a situation or when they're about to collapse from exhaustion? These are important questions that you can ask yourself and answer as the character to add more depth and more dynamicism. Again, not a real word, probably. These things can help you find your character and make them more memorable to others. Number seven, make sure your character has strengths and flaws. All of the intrigue in your character story will flow from how your character responds to the external and internal conflicts that they face. In facing these challenges, your character will need both strengths to draw upon and flaws to threaten to drag them down. The iconic characters that we know and love tend to have extremely nuanced mix of positive and negative traits. Harry Potter is brave and loyal, but he's also stubborn and reckless. Flaws that have put himself and his friends in danger repeatedly. Frodo, meanwhile, is selfless enough to be able to take on a thankless and dangerous mission, but he's also highly dependent on the protection of his allies, and he's very vulnerable to the ring's influence. Writing a character with both strengths and flaws will help you create and maintain tension, and that's not all it does. It's also crucial to making your characters feel like real people and that's the heart of great story. Lastly, don't get caught up in the technicalities of Star Trek. Star Trek is a geek's dream because it's exciting technology and gadgets everywhere, but it's important that we don't get too bogged down in any of that. At its core, Star Trek is a show about people. Gene Roddenberry's original pitch stressed this, and it's why we should continue to make that part of our own stories. Technology like tricorders, ship scanners, phasers, they're all useful tools, but your characters still need to make the important decisions and make the hard choices in order to get them out of the situations that they're in. More than that though, and again, this applies more to, to GMs than it does to players, but don't get caught up in what is and isn't canon in Star Trek, right? For one thing, Star Trek has never really been that concerned about what is and isn't canon, so why should you be? Moreover, if canon gets in the way of a good story, who does that even help? Uh, tell the story you want to tell. And for players, use the various series for inspiration, but don't cite episode and scene like chapter and verse. The shows aren't gospel, and the, that sort of fandom can fast approach gatekeeping and toxicity. Most of us love Star Trek, but some of us are just like role-playing and want to try something new. It's okay for players who have never seen a single episode of Star Trek. It really is. It's fine. Anyway, that's it. Those are just a few of the things that you can do to make a stronger, more believable, deeper character, not just for Star Trek Adventures or really Star Trek, but for anything that you want to do, any stories you want to tell. I guess one last bit of advice that I would have for this episode is uh, don't forget that in any RPG, both players and game masters have a responsibility to the players at their table, to the story that they're being 
told and to the characters they are portraying. No matter how cool your character is, regardless of what your character would or wouldn't do, in spite of all the escapist needs you may have, you are only one person and everyone at the table is there for the same reason, and that's to have fun. It is the only thing that really matters in the end. Make a character, tell a story, be a part of the collaboration, even if it means that you don't get to be the center of attention all the time. We'll get more into how to be a better player in a future episode, but for now, just remember, the more you give to gaming, the more you will get out of gaming. And on that note, I think we're going to call it a wrap for tonight. Next time on STA Engage, we're going to talk about uh, game master tips and ways that you can improve your ability to be a storyteller. Um, it's not just GM focused. It is primarily GM, but will also be some good tips in there for players. So tune in next time for These Are the Voyages or On a Galaxy Quest with Orville Redenbacher. Until then, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Find us everywhere that fine podcasts are given away absolutely free. I am your host, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey, and on behalf of myself and everyone that works here behind the scenes, live long and prosper.